Welcome to the Authoritative Coach Podcast with me, your host, Chris Marr. This is episode nine. In episode nine, what we're going to be talking about is the different ways we can approach challenges as a coach. I'm going to give you a specific example of a challenge that I have in my work quite often and how it could either end in debate and argument and friction in diminishing the client relationship or the approach that we can take as communicators, as coaches, as leaders to help disarm the client to lead to a better place. And ultimately, we have these two options available to us at all times. My hope would be by the end of this episode, you're going to have a different way of thinking, a different mindset that's going to help you to have more transformative conversations with your clients. Let's get into it. What tends to get us in trouble as coaches and leaders is making assumptions. Now, the assumptions, there's many assumptions that we can make. The type of assumption that I want to shine a light on today is the assumption that client has fully understood what they should be doing. So A, they fully understood, understand what they should be doing. And B, they know clearly what they need to know. In other words, they understand the theory, they understand exactly what it is they're trying to do and how they're supposed to be doing it. And they've understood exactly what to do, right? These are assumptions that we can make about what our clients want to do. I want to share a very specific scenario with you. I've got some coaching mindset and the way that we think um, to go into this as well and a very practical example to kind of emphasize how this can get us in trouble. Now, one of the assumptions that you can safely assume, something that you can say to yourself is that if when a client pushes back or they've got an objection, you could, you could really say they've clearly misunderstood and probably don't know what they need to know. That can be one assumption I think puts you into a better place as a coach, as a leader, is to come in and assume that, you know, if they're having this challenge, they've probably misunderstood what it is that we're supposed to be doing. And so by by going into the conversation, instead of holding on to assumptions that get us into trouble, you can uh, uh, take these assumptions that sort of lead to what we call like curiosity, right? So you can go in, to disprove these assumptions, okay? End up in a better place. So let me talk this through with you, right? So what happens when we go into these conversations with these held assumptions is that we, generally speaking, don't ask the right questions. We end up jumping ahead into the middle of the conversation. It ends up in a debate, an argument. There's like this sort of uh, defensive, everyone's defensive, everyone's attacking, everyone's sort of trying to defend their position. It doesn't lead to a good coaching experience or a good client experience it ends up just being very friction, very like full of friction, and ends up being this negative experience that diminishes our relationship with our clients. And I've been here too many times, uh, and so it's coming from this is coming from a place of like I don't want to ever have this experience again. And so I'm able to, if anything, if you've never had an experience like this, or if you have, it's good to go back to your experience to help lead you. I don't want to have that happen again. Why did that happen that way? Why didn't we get along? Why did we have to fight about this thing? Could there have been a better way? Everything I hope is, is maybe not explicit in the podcast, but it's definitely implied that all you can do is look in the mirror when things go wrong and say, what could I have done differently? Okay, because we're supposed to be the best communicator in the room when we're working with our clients. It's really up to us. So what we want to do is not leave with assumptions. We want to come in with questions that helped disprove those assumptions so we can start in the right place, help the client to overcome the challenge, right? Now, as coaches, as leaders, as communicators, the reason that we tend to get ourselves into trouble is that 
we, it's not just assumptions, but we, we come in with, whether we know this or not, this may be a check-in for you here, is that we think we know what's right for the client or the other person, or we, we get defensive around what's right and wrong, right? So it's almost dogmatic. We're supposed to be doing it this way, not that way. And so we think we know better um, and we want the client to do what we want them to do. Okay. So we, if we're coming in with all of this baggage, we're ultimately getting in our own way of being able to truly help someone else through a challenge. Okay. So we, of course, we want our clients to be successful. Of course we do. But what we end up doing is we end up making it about ourselves rather than the client. And I'll come back to this towards the end of this episode. So what we want to do, and it's easier said than done, we want to work and let go of all this sort of mental baggage that we bring with us to these conversations, especially the difficult conversations. Ultimately, that's where your training is going to show up and tell you how good you really are. Everybody, I think everyone has the potential to be like a good fair weather coach or leader. It's when things start to go wrong and you get start to get objections and pushback and resistance, it's ultimately going to show you how good you are. And so these if anything, when these questions come to us, when these challenges come to us, you see them as a gift, right? This is a good opportunity for me to show up and see what I can actually do. So we want to let go of all this baggage and work on it and work on ourselves coming into these conversations, seeking to understand. We're going to lead with curiosity. So let me give you an example of how this shows up in my work as a they ask you answer coach, a really simple example. But it's a really simple example, but can go wrong. It oftentimes does go wrong because of all the baggage and things I've, I've, I've um, shared with you so far, these assumptions that we make. And so in this specific scenario, right, the client has already agreed that they want to be successful with the ask you. So in other words, we're already in a relationship. We're doing the work. We've started the work. But early on in the process, they come back to me uh, and they'll say something like, we've decided that we aren't going to talk about pricing on our website. We aren't going to talk about pricing in our content. Now, as part of the Ask You Answer, discussing pricing is a major element that impacts the client's ability to be successful with the Ask You Answer to become the most trusted voice in their space. For anyone that's read the Ask You Answer, you'll know this, right? It's in there, it's in the book, it's part of the early understandings of the Ask You Answer. It's a necessary part of the Ask You Answer if we want to be successful. So getting an objection like this early on after we've all agreed that we want to do this work could be seen by the coach as a major problem, a red flag, a ringing bell, depending on how you approach it as the coach. So let's say there's two options, two ways to approach this, right? Option one is to enter the conversation with the mindset of I'm right, you're wrong, coming in in a defensive way, you want to defend they ask you answer, you want to defend the methodology, you want to defend the success, the results, and you feel threatened by this objection because it's going to hurt our success with the ask you answer. So that's option one. I'll get to option two in a second. Let's follow this through. What's likely to happen if we go into the conversation like this as the coach in a sort of threatened, defensive way? So they're probably going, the coach is probably going to shift into very quickly into a pitch of why the client needs to discuss pricing. We're going to recite the book, recite the theory. We're going to build the case, right? And we're going to tell them why they need to do it and what will happen if they don't. And we're going to you know, dial up the fear, uncertainty, and doubt around it. This is almost guaranteed to become a debate or an argument, and it won't lead to a good coaching experience. The client will likely go away feeling even more convicted to their decision about not discussing pricing on the website 
They're probably going to then start to question the ask you answer and their ability to do the work. The coach will also be unhappy and dissatisfied about the relationship that they're creating with a client. It could just lead to a very, have a very diminishing impact on the whole project and the work that we're doing. Okay. So that's what happens when we come in and we're like almost debating. The client's got one opinion. We've got another and we're sort of butting heads. Never leads to a good outcome. So what's the other option? Let's look at option two in this case, right? Which is leading with curiosity, seeking to understand and not making these same assumptions. And instead we're shifting to asking good questions. So I want to prompt you with some questions here that I know I'm giving you a very specific scenario, but try and see where the, the questions evergreen, right? Where you could use a version of this question perhaps in other situations. And I hope you see that as I go through this, I'll try and be as explicit as I can with it. So one of the first questions is you want to go in with curiosity, right? Like what's going on here? What happened between last time we spoke and now, right? What's going on? And so one of the most disarming phrases you can use in a situation like this is either asking yourself or a variation of help me understand. So can you help me understand? So whether you think that to yourself and it outputs a question that leads with curiosity. So it might be something like, can you help me understand what's led to this decision? What's changed since the last time we spoke, right? And by asking a question like that, it's more likely to disarm them than to have them armor up and feel attacked and get defensive around the thing. So we can actually open up a space to have a conversation about it, okay? So you can understand. I'm just thinking, in this situation, I'm like, something must have changed. Something must have happened. It happened without me. I need to fill in the blank here so I understand what's changed since the last time we spoke, right? So that's a great starting point. A second question that I think is really powerful here is um, with well, the, the coach, the sort of coaching question, the phraseology that you want to have in your toolbox is something like, what do you already understand about? So what do you already understand about how we should be discussing pricing in a they ask you answer way? Right? What you're doing here is you're testing for misunderstanding of the methodology, misunderstanding of what the task was, perhaps they've misunderstood what it is that they're supposed to be doing why they're supposed to be doing it, how they're supposed to be doing it. And so you're really opening up that space now to make sure that you're not making any assumptions about what they do and don't know about the thing, right? What do you already understand? What do you know and understand about the thing? Fill in the blank. And so what almost happens in this case is, is that the client is able to describe it to you and you can very quickly see that they're, they've made some, you know, they've drawn some assumptions, they've drawn the wrong conclusions, they've misunderstood it. And now you've got an opportunity to teach and coach them into a better place, into a place where they can really feel like, oh, I get it now. I understand it. And so with these two options, you land in two different places. Option one is, I don't think we should be doing this anymore. This is clearly not for us versus a sort of aha moment and understanding something clicks. I get it. And so we've got one option, which is really telling people what to do. Got another option, which is about helping people to self-discover for themselves what it is that they should be doing that's going to be the best way to do it. And so you end up in a place of like, what's possible? What's possible for us? What's possible for our company? How can we do it in our way? How can we address it in our way? And so that's the two different coaching of the two different, I guess we're at two different sides of the spectrum here, option one and option two. What's the best way? What's the better way? I think it's obvious, hopefully, that option two is clearly the way we want to go, right? Lead with curiosity, 
lead with self-discovery, lead with questions and asking people what to do rather than telling them what to do. And so just take this one step further before we wrap things up. When we get objections like this, I think it's very telling where a coach is in their journey as a coach. And so if a coach sees an objection like this as like a problem, a red flag, they're like, oh my God, this is clearly a problem. This client doesn't want to do this. This client is clearly pushed to get back against the work. I think we're going to we're, we're, we're going to be as useful as valuable to our clients. And of course, there's something we're holding on to there, right? We're defensive about something. Maybe we don't believe in our own ability to coach people through. We're scared. We're threatened. Versus a, a coach that says something like, I'm so glad they're bringing this to me. They're clearly asking me. They want me to help them. They're asking me for help. Not that we've got a problem. And so I, I think there's an attitude here, a mindset shift for most coaches, leaders to be able to go, this awesome that you're bringing this to me. I get the chance now to work through this with you. So how are you approaching these conversations? That's what I'm asking you here. I think with a lot of the coaching that I do, this takes time, right? It's not as easy as a lot of people say to me, like, what should I say? What's the questions I should ask? Give me the script. But, and that's like, that's a hack. You're short-circuiting the process, never works. And the reason it doesn't work is because you haven't changed the way you think. You need to change the way you think to change the way that you need to behave. And so it takes time. You've got to think differently about the things that you're being brought into, the things that are coming to you from your clients. So I want you to think about this. Think about the way that you're thinking, your mindset, your attitudes to these issues and challenges that come up. And like I said earlier, it's really, this is when we can see really how good you are is when you're in trouble or when there's challenges, right? Anybody can, anybody can say they're good when it's like that fair weather coaching or fair weather um, work that we're doing, right? So just to wrap this up, and I'll do a quick summary at the end here as well, is how are you approaching these conversations with your clients? Any type of conversation with your clients. Are you asking? Or are you telling them? Are you asking? Are you telling? Are you leading with curiosity and interest in them as people and the work that they're doing? Or are you more interested in yourself? Um, think about that spectrum. Where are you on that spectrum? Secondly, who are you doing it all for? Are you serving yourself? Are you doing it for yourself? Or are you serving them? Are you empowering them? Or are you undermining them? And of course, we want to be in a place where we're leading with questions, we're leading with curiosity and empowers the other, right? And that's about getting them there for themselves. It can take a bit longer, a bit more patience, a bit more curiosity, but you're doing it for them. They're the ones that should feel like the hero. And so our job as coaches is not to prove the other person wrong or make them feel bad about being wrong or go in to fight them or argue with them and get defensive around them, right? Our job is to disarm, to create a space to have an actual conversation about the thing. And we do that by letting go of the need to be right and leading with curiosity instead. And so in this specific scenario, the best thing you can do is assume that they've misunderstood, that they're not clear, because if they were clear, they wouldn't be having this challenge. All right. So in summary, let me just summarize some of the bullet points here. So we've got this, this letting go of this baggage that we hold on to as coaches, as leaders, letting go of the need to be right and all that other baggage that we come in with here, instead leading with curiosity that we're not going to make assumptions, that we're not going to take it personally. I think that's another reason why we get defensive is we feel like we're being personally attacked. 
Um, and then your attitude, the things that you're sort of saying to yourself are, why are they telling me this? I'm so glad that they're asking me this. This is awesome. I'm glad they brought this to me. Help me understand. Can you help me understand what do you need to, to, to know about? What's changed? Help me understand. These are the, the sort of questions you're asking yourself and or saying lead you to say the right thing. Okay. So let's wrap this up. So it's over to you now. I want to know what you've learned today, what you've picked up, something that you can use in your communication with your clients. When would this be useful for you to have this approach, to think about these types of questions, either internally or the things that you actually want to ask your clients? What's a recent, a recent objection that you've had, some pushback resistance that you've had that you could have handled better now that you've thought about it and thought about this specific scenario that I'm sharing with you today? So it's over to you now. Of course, I'm genuinely curious about how you're using all this stuff. So in the show notes, you'll see links to the community. You can go into the comments section wherever you're listening to this, if it makes sense, or if you're watching on YouTube, jump into the comments. Let me know what you're doing with all of this stuff. Um, really want to know what you're up to, what your challenges are, what kind of success you're having by asking better questions, being more curious, being a better communicator, ultimately being a better coach. I'll see you next time.